Hey there, listeners. This is Justin with a quick note before today's episode. Spotify recently allowed users to start leaving reviews for podcasts, and I would greatly appreciate it if you would consider listening to the show on Spotify, leaving us a positive review. I don't even think you have to write anything in. You just give a star rating, and that's it. But uh, if you're willing to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks, and enjoy today's show. Welcome back to Beyond the Uniform. I'm Justin Asiri, and my goal is to help members of the military community thrive in their post-service career and life. Normally on the show, I interview military veterans about their career, who they are, what they do, and how they got to where they are now, advice to others, veterans seeking to do the same. Uh, Today, instead, I'm doing a book review. Um, It's a book that I read last year that had a big impact on me and I think could help our Uh, military community for a variety of reasons. And um, I have to say a couple things about this book before I even tell you what it is. The first is um, I love this book. Um, This is the first book for which after I was done reading it, I um, sat down with my fancy microphone here. I flipped through the book to every single underlined section and recorded those underlined sections and ended up, even with that, with a 45-minute long personal podcast that I've listened to at least four times now just to kind of soak into my bones some of the lessons from this book. Um, and second, I, I actually signed up for a course that she offers that I would actually recommend to people. It's an eight-week course uh, where she just records videos and we go deeper into the book. But... Um, uh, and, and I guess the other piece I'll say is that I'm, I'm also so embarrassed to admit that I read this book, and I hate to say it, it's a New York Times bestseller. It's so great, but I think it, it gets at the premise of the book by the sheer fact that I'm embarrassed to talk about it. So the book is called You Are a Badass at Making Money, Master the Mindset of Wealth by Jen Sincero. And um, Jen's written, I think, four different New York Times bestselling books. Um, so... Even as I'm saying this, like the, so the maybe the, the embarrassment of reading a book around making money underscores the premise of the book. And the main premise that I took away from this is that all of us, nearly all of us, um, have hangups around money. And a lot of that is just kind of unconsciously taken on when we're growing up throughout our early life, just things that we hear in our families, things about, oh, it's, you know, hard to make money. There's never enough time. You know, if you, if you make money, there's, you know, you're not spiritual, or if you make money, then it's a sign that you've sold out, um, all sorts of these lessons that we internalize. And as a result, these things that we hear constantly, we, we start to believe right or wrong, and subconsciously that affects our behavior. And the reason in particular I wanted to share this book with our military community, um, my, my wife has worked at coaching, and as an executive coach, she works with 99% um, non-military veterans, CEOs, VPs of sales, things like that, but she has worked with many veterans in, in her career and um, has observed similar to me that many of us from the military have limiting beliefs around money and around time. And um, from my experience, that's certainly true from many of the veterans that I know that's certainly true. Um, not always, you know, not, not, not nearly always, but many times we might leave the military and have fear around money, have beliefs that it's, it's going to be difficult to obtain 
have shame around earning. I've interviewed so many veterans where they do really well in the business world and they feel shame because their their peers are still out there serving. Their peers are still out there overseas deployed and they feel guilt that meanwhile they're making money. And these subconscious beliefs can really, you know, in my belief, they really impact how we show up day to day and our mindset. And I'm a huge believer that our mindset impacts everything. And so the, the author, Janet Sincero, she's really humorous. She was in a punk rock band at one point. She's just really irreverent, but very to the point. She, she goes through in the book in a, in a great way, just unraveling a lot of these limiting beliefs that hold us back. And more importantly, I think she sets a great framework for how to reshape those those beliefs. And and a couple benefits for me, you know, one of the things that I, I took away from this book was a recommitment to learning. I think Jen is a great example. She is just constantly reading and learning and growing. And I recognized when I read this book last year that I'd kind of reached a slump in my own learning. And um, many of the book reviews I'll be doing this year are coming out from a recommitment to, to read every single day something relevant to my job as an entrepreneur and as a leader. And it's just been incredible since I made that commitment. The ideas I have when I'm reading, the amount of energy that I get from reading, the, the solutions to some, some of my company's problems that I get, all that come out of this commitment to learning and growing constantly. Um, she's also a big believer in affirmations, and this is something that I love as well. Um, she gives a lot of affirmations, and again, I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say this, but I, I literally recorded a while ago a um, an MP3 for myself of just all of those affirmations. It's like maybe a minute and a half, and I just listened to them driving around from time to time. And um, uh, you know, I've come across this this concept in many different modalities that I've studied. I, the one that I like is uh, it calls them limiting core beliefs, LCBs, limiting core beliefs. Um, the quick rundown here, because I think it's it's very, very relevant, is um, that, you know, again, we internalize messages, right or wrong, usually growing up. And everyone does this. No matter who you are, no matter how great your parents are, you, you do inherit limiting core beliefs. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to think of some good examples. Um, you know, it might be it's not safe to stand out or everyone needs to love me for me to be accepted and safe. And and these are almost always subconscious, but they are, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Inception, these are really deep incepted beliefs that shape all of how we show up and how we operate. And so um, along with this thought of limiting core beliefs, there's this, there's this structure that if, is, you know, as you become aware of these limiting core beliefs, as you become conscious of them, first of all, you start to see how widespread they show up. So for myself, I had a limiting core belief for a long time, much less now, but it still shows up where, you know, I have this deep need to be loved and accepted. I, I need to feel, in order to feel safe, I need everyone to like me. And, and one of the ways that that shows up to my detriment was oftentimes on sales calls. I wanted to be liked. I wanted to be accepted. And to put, to ask for someone for money, to put them on the spot for a sale, to try to push for something, it felt like I might not be accepted, so I didn't want to do it, and therefore I wasn't really good at sales for a long time. 
And so when I became aware of that, I started to see how it showed up everywhere, how, how I would just want to be pleasing and I would pull punches. I wouldn't give direct feedback to employees. I wouldn't um, be honest and direct with vendors. I would sugarcoat things, trying not to hurt people's feelings, which just, as everyone knows, <laughs> leads to really messy relationships and things not being clear cut. Like I've since then realized how great it is to be direct and to be honest, even if it's not pleasant. And how that's easier for me, it's easier for the other person, we can have a deeper relationship, we can move things forward. So once I discovered this limiting core belief, I can start to turn it around. But one of the things that is really powerful to do with limiting core beliefs, and Jen talks about this in the, in the sense, um, she calls them more affirmations, is coming up with the opposite of that statement. And so let's take mine for example. I had a limiting core belief that in order to be safe, I needed to be liked and accepted by everyone. And side note, that's not possible, right? That you can see that a lot of times these limiting core beliefs were setting ourselves up for failure because they are literally impossible. But um, so you have to think in this case, I have this belief from, uh, from childhood that I need to be loved and accepted by everyone in order to be safe. And throughout my life, literally millions of times, this statement is occurring in my subconscious. It's being reinforced on a daily basis in the way that I show up, the way that I, I'm acting. To reverse that, I have to be really deliberate and, and thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of times thinking through the opposite. And so in that case, like saying like, hey, I, I don't need anyone to like me. I'm great just as I am. Or I attract people to myself when I'm authentically who I am. You know, whatever it is, uh, Jen kind of goes through this process of coming up with those phrases and then really saying them a lot to ourselves, driving around, running, saying them to myself. I, a friend that I worked with around this, his limiting core belief was, um, I will never find anyone who loves and accepts me. He had gone through a divorce. I'll never find someone who loves and accepts me just as I am, or um, I'll never find my soulmate. And so I, I believe one of the opposites that he came up with is like connection is all around me or people want to be around me or people love to get to know me. And you can imagine as he goes through his day saying this in his mind, goes on runs, he's saying it to himself, he's feeling it in his body. What does it feel like to be loved and accepted, to be sought out by other people? You can imagine how as he does that, you know, someone strikes up a conversation before if he's, if he's subconsciously thinking no one wants to be around me, maybe he's avoiding those people. But with this new mindset, he starts to create a little bit of an opening. Maybe he has more conversations. Maybe he talks to a cash register or a waitress. Maybe he talks to people on the subway next to him. Um, you start to see how these affirmations start to make us more open to a different way of seeing the world, a different way of being in the world, a different way of showing up. And I don't think there's necessarily anything mystical about it. I don't think there's like a spell here. I think that we, you know, um, someone did this great exercise that I loved where they said literally for a minute, they said, okay, look around the room you're in and make a list in your mind. Try to remember every single thing that's white. Okay, go. All right. Uh, the wall is white. The whiteboard's white. This piece of paper is white. This part of my screen is white. My watch is white. And you go around for a minute. The soda stream right next to me is white, 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 white. And then after the minute they stop. Okay, great. And I'm getting ready to kind of, you know, keeping these things straight in my head trying to remember my list of 20 things 
And then the leader asked, okay, I want you to close your eyes and tell me how many things are green in the room around you? <laughs> and I couldn't, I could think of like one or two things. And, and the point is, you know, whatever we focus on, we're, we're going to get more of, right? You know, if you've ever bought a car, the next day you drive around and all you see is that car. And it's not because there's suddenly more of those cars on the road. It's just you're paying attention to them. You're just noticing them more. And so that's one of the biggest things I took away from this this book is retraining ourselves to notice the abundance in our life, retraining ourselves to be grateful. Um, That episode I did a while back on gratitude, part of that came from this book of retraining ourselves to be grateful for the things that don't go our way, retraining ourselves to be focused on what we want more of and giving our ourselves permission to go after it. So I know I'm not doing the best summary, but that's some of the things that took away. Obviously, I took away so much more from this book, but I wanted to share that with our audience. Check it out. You're a badass at making money. I obviously don't make a cent off of this review, but I think it would help our community just as it helped me. If you give it a read, let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Thanks. And I will be back next week with a traditional formatted interview with a military veteran about their civilian career. Take care.